I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways that you think and act are what create your life. And I'm joined here by my conversation partner and partner in life, my husband, Alan. Hello. I always make him say hello. Yeah. It's a good way for me to jump in at the very beginning. <laughs> so, yes, we are here for another piece of the mindset puzzle um, on how you make change happen. Like, what do you have to think differently exactly um, to start making change happen in your life? Especially when you're thinking about the change and you're like, I've never been able to actually follow through and do this before. Um how do you need to think differently? Um, And one of the things that I've run across that's a really big part of the mindset shift um, we talked about in last time's episode of extreme ownership. And there's just really a mentality of having full responsibility, taking full responsibility for your life and for your decisions and your actions. And this week... um, the second part of that um, mindset shift is radical acceptance. Um, that is kind of a combo of self-compassion and um, also thinking about yourself more from a lens of like your entire self belongs in the room. So we'll kind of get into what I mean by that, but yeah, that's, you know, as I hear that, my first thought when I think of radical acceptance would be more like, okay, something horrible is happening in my life. And I'm like, okay, this is just my life now. Like, that's oh, where my mind looking, goes for yeah, this, yeah. you know? That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, So... Yeah. So, okay. So but this that's is not a what we're part. talking about here. Right, right, correct? right. No, <laughs> we're not. Sorry. Yeah. Let me just answer, speak to that right away. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how you think about you. Okay. That's what it takes. There's a mindset shift that needs to happen if you're ever going to change anything in your life. And if you're ever going to change anything in your life, you have to start thinking about you in a different way. Okay. Got it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All right. That's good. So yeah, in terms of the mindset that sets you up to grow, that sets you up to improve, that sets you up to look at some things that are currently happening and say, I want to do this differently. Yes. Radical acceptance is part of the pathway forward. Exactly. Okay. The pathway okay. forward. Okay. This into okay. doing things differently. Well, this is this no, is no, no. I'm saying <laughs> this is I'm, why you're here. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm more on board and I'm more like I'm more interested now. Yeah. You know? Before yep. I was like, I saw that written down on and the you're paper like, and I was no like, No thanks. All right. We can talk I'm, if you're interested in that. Yeah, but like I don't have a ton <laughs> of familiarity not. with this concept, but it seems <laughs> Nor like do I want not to. something I'm interested <laughs> in. But okay, I got yeah. I got it now. Yeah. All right. It's how you think about you and it's how you treat you. So last time with the extreme ownership, it was like, Am I treating myself like I'm in charge Kay. of my life? Yep. You know, and you can see that in your actions pretty clearly when you start to use that lens, like, mm, well, my actions would tell me 
otherwise. Even if I, I think I'm in charge, if I'm not acting in charge, right, then I'm not really in extreme ownership. So this week, talking about radical acceptance, thinking about what those two parts are, and and as far as I know, right, like I'm really basing this a lot on what has brought me like newness and a and a mindset that is open to having new things happen in my life and new things happen for me. I have to think differently about me. So the reason let me just yeah. jump in there and say not just you though, right? Like this is stuff that you work through with your clients and it's oh, not Oh yeah, completely. You know, what so I, was I just mean, wanted to say that's like good. What this I was, isn't just a mm-hmm theory that you came up with you know one time and decided like oh let's talk about this that makes sense to me so here it's my whole new thing right no no I was meaning it became really real for me and I was like starting to realize well what are the parts of that even I realized that because of what I was going through okay and then I was using it with my clients and they were also experiencing the same shifts and the same openness to change and like hey, I actually believe there's something different for me because I'm making these shifts, right? Yes. That's that's where I'm coming from with this. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, so the two parts of radical acceptance have been for me changing my mindset about me from like, I don't know, kind of, and I've talked about this in, in other episodes too, but like, the, it's like I'm thinking about the me before I started to make these growth changes was pretty like I was pretty dismissive of myself. OK. Yep. Yeah. Right. And I my pace in life was really hustle oriented, productivity oriented. So a lot of times if I was like if like I, I had made a commitment to myself to do something personal or to spend my time on something that I knew like I would enjoy and I knew I needed more of that, but then it would always get shoved down on the priority list. That was kind of the first thing that got cut. Yep. First thing that got cut. I never mattered enough in my life to follow through on stuff that I actually really wanted and I actually really needed. Um, I just could not beat that like feeling in me, the anxiety in me of productivity is king. Like, yeah, I have to like I have to do things that are there's always something more important than me and my needs. And honestly, like that feels so consuming in the moment. And it feels so it felt so obvious to me. I was like, well, there isn't another choice because other things are more important. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And it honestly, like from a spiritual perspective, too, I can see how like I needed. I needed to think about God in a different way because my relationship with God is very important to me. And that fuels a lot of how I go about life. And I realized like if I believe God is love and I believe like God cares about my life here, but I'm not acting like it. Sure. Where does that leave me? Genuinely. I I was actually very convicted that I was just not on a very simple level. I was just not loving myself. Yeah. I didn't act like I loved myself. Yeah. You were thinking my job here is to prioritize not just other people. Right. But also to prioritize 
getting XYZ task done. Yep. Planning on, you know, seeing myself as this particular sort of person. Yep. These are all things that are higher on the priority list than, you right. know, me getting what I need, me prioritizing Like taking time for rest. rest. Yeah. yeah. And, right. you know, not just rest in the sense of like, I'm not doing anything right now. Right. But rest in the sense that I'm, I am doing some of the things that are recharging, the things that are yes. positive, the things that are fun for me. Yeah. It, it's almost like you had a built in like distrust of something that was like because it was fun or because it was restful yeah. or because if I was it gonna was enjoy it then it made me feel like mm, that's probably selfish yes yeah that's that's probably self-centered I probably shouldn't do Ooh, and if it's self-centered that's a waste of time yeah and then you were trying to trying to fight against those headwinds <laughs> What I don't know why I would ever use that word. I don't even. <laughs> I don't really think I've know. ever heard you say that word. <laughs> but you were trying to fight against that way of thinking, right? That okay, if this feels positive, good, refreshing, yeah, then I should be feeling guilty that I'm not doing X, Y, Z, right? Instead, right? right? Like if this, yeah. if if what I'm doing on a daily basis isn't hard grind it out kind of thing yep then I'm not focusing on the right stuff right yeah Yeah. I I think looking back on what were the things that made me start to change that mindset I really do think like for me there was that spiritual component of I, I really felt like God was like that's not who I am and that's not the quality of life I made you to have and that was, was kind of yeah. what freed you up in the first place exactly. to imagine, okay, yep. so let me re-envision yep. right. if, you know, I, I, we keep saying rest, but I, I, I want to yeah, talk about that a little same. different because it's like, you know, this Wh- is not yeah. saying, okay, so I cranked up my Netflix watching <laughs> right. X. X percent. You know, it went from you know, 10, you know, like it went from one show a day to like, you know, four hours a day. Yeah, it's it, not that. It's not that. It's, it's me feeling like an 80 pound pressure on myself all the time. Um, No matter what I was doing, me feeling frantic and chaotic inside, like a frantic, chaotic, like vibe was just in me all the time. There was just an anxiousness about m- making decisions, about any decision. Sure. And actually, yeah. that's an example that I was thinking of for today. Um, I had a success failure rating for myself mm. running at all times okay. with literally everything. And I thought of this one example, and it's kind of, it's like sad. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's so petty and mundane, um, but it was real. And I didn't have, I just didn't have the awareness. Like, I think that's what you guys need to understand too. Like, I was not aware of these things until I slowed down, like physically my pace. I slowed down enough to take a look at what wasn't working. Yeah. Because something wasn't working. Yeah. It so just what wasn't was, getting me. What was the example? So the example was, um, 
Okay, so this goes to, speaking of productivity, that need for me to know that I was being productive, that had to be super high. Yeah. And also efficiency was super high for me. Like multitasking seemed to be the only thing that was worth doing because that means you're doing more than one thing at a time, which is great, right? Because all those things you're doing are all productive. So it was like it amped up all the time in me. And it showed up in my relationships. So this is the example is it showed up in my relationship with you in so many different ways because I kept trying to anticipate what you might need ahead of time. Like for me, if you had to ask me to help you, that was a fail. Right, right. Right? Yeah. Because I should have known. I should have jumped in. I should have been aware. I should have been tuned into you. If you have to ask me, well, then I've already failed at supporting you. So then I have to work extra quick and extra hard to make sure that you get like all the rep. You know what I mean? Like yeah, any needs yeah. you have. So this is the example is that came to mind. I'm like, how did that show up again in those early memory? You know, the memories that I have of before I made this shift. And one of the success fail things was <laughs> when you were when you were in the shower, right? Like I'd mentally time like hearing when the water shut off. Okay. Because I when I heard the water shut off, I made myself like okay, I got to run to the bathroom and hand him his towel before he comes out. <laughs> you guys, what? Totally like, imagined I'm not kidding. in your that own head. That was 100%. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. You never asked. You never even, right. you never even mentioned, hey, like, it's really nice even when you hand me a towel. <laughs> like, you never mentioned anything like that. But it was, it was to a bizarre extent. Sure. And yeah. I just want... I think that example, like I said, it's like really sad that I put myself under such like minutia detail, but like such pressure about every single tiny little thing. Yeah. yeah. I genuinely held that against myself. Right. When I and didn't it, make it or whatever. And I'm not saying this to say like, well, I want my name cleared that I wasn't like, hey, you better have my towel. But no, no, no I'm saying know it, it to say. To yeah. That was something that was a totally yep. unspoken yep. from me. Un, I, I don't even know if I want to say unwanted or unnoticed, <laughs> right? Yeah, unnoticed. But it was like That's a, a really thing good point. that you yeah. just decided this yeah. is part of what I need to be focused on yeah. all day, every day. I got to be yep. ready. Yep. And you had those you had those sorts of things, those sorts of rules in your head. Rules. About that's a really good way to put it. All kinds of things. All kinds of things. You know? That's exactly how it was. Yeah. And before, this is really important to me too to bring up, but when you're making a mindset shift, when you're at the beginning of that, you have no, you kind of have no idea yet until you spend time here and figure out what is going wrong for me. Mm. What are those things specifically? Like help yourself by literally making a list. If you're at the beginning of making a mindset shift like this, like I would really highly encourage you to get a journal, get a pad of paper, like have something that you have ready for yourself, even notes on your phone, but write this stuff down when you notice it. Because once you notice what you're actually doing in your life that doesn't work, you're like, you're going to be blown away. Yeah. By how much of like this fake rules and this fake pressure that you don't even agree with, how much of that is running your life? Yeah. One of like as we 
you know, as you were talking about an example of this that you thought of for yourself. Yeah. I was thinking of, you know, one of the ways that I watched this show up with you mm-hmm. was um, you would get a certain task that you would say, okay, this needs to be done next. And then you would decide, okay, until I finish this today, oh yeah, I'm I can't be done, right? Oh, so yeah. this was yep. like the fail succeed, yes. you know, threshold that you would have for yourself, right? And you're like, okay, I'm working on this worksheet for this group that I have coming up. I'm working on this digital download for this talk that I have coming up. I'm working on whatever it was, right? right. And then you would decide this needs to be done today and so like there are times where you're working oh well into the evening and guys by the way this is like a few years ago and i i didn't even remember that so that's very interesting that you bring that up because think about what he just said too and how i might forget that i did that that's crazy shift and it, yeah, and wow. it wasn't like, right. It was my whole, it wasn't day. a deadline that you were trying to get it done no. by. It was just, you decided this needs to be done today. And so what was happening there for me is I couldn't let myself, <laughs> I couldn't let myself even take a break because I was like, this thing is hanging over my head. It was totally arbitrary. Yeah. The deadline. Yeah. I made it for myself. Right. You'd have like a week before the event itself. Yeah. Like you definitely didn't need it done that day. No. But you locked it in and said, yes, I do. Right. And, you know, I watched like, you know, whatever, if people work different hours of the day, yeah. you know, but traditionally it wasn't something that you would be working in <laughs> the evening or you know, grabbing the laptop yeah. after dinner. Yeah. Unless it was, you know, you had a specific client that was reaching out, you needed to get back to, you know. Right. And but these were like, quote unquote, more important. Th- they were timely, but they weren't, they weren't like that. Like you're saying, it was like, I honestly could have used a week before the event. Yes. Like you would plan you my would time better. Do things that needed to be done yeah. in the evenings. Yeah. But then there were times where you would have these things you decided mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be done in any real sense of the word, but I've decided this has to be done today. Yes. And you would just get locked in on it. Yep. And push, 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 regardless of yeah. if you were operating at, you know, 70% of normal because you're. Right, you're, right. Like You're I'm not even doing the quality of work task, that I want. You know? And that would just frustrate me even more right, because yeah. in addition to this time crunch thing, that's always been like a big source of my anxiety. I had, you know, perfectionism. I'm also a recovering perfectionist. Sure. Right. So like there was this all or nothing. If, if I, you know, like I have a deathly fear of wasting time. And I'm also like, well, I'm doing like garbage work right now. Like this is making me so upset. Like I have to do this. Right. So I was trapped. I was like between a rock and a hard place all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when I'm like talking about it right now, man, this shift of moving into a more self-compassionate like mindset for myself has been an extreme game game changer. Like, yeah. 
it from my perspective too. Like I didn't know Okay, yeah. what you were doing. No, right. For a while. But yeah. I was like, this is great. I don't You're like whatever I don't know. it is. You know, I was like, working. I don't have any faith that this is gonna stick around. Yeah. You know, because yeah. all I've seen you do was Right. Go, go, hustle, you know, grind, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever terms we want to use. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like run yourself into the ground because this thing that didn't really need to be done yet needed to be done. It it really baffled you because yeah. you don't work that way. No, I don't work that way. But then I watched you right. not doing that as much. And I was like, eh, I don't think this is going to last, but this is really cool. Yeah. You know, and then to watch that now you've, you've kind of incorporated that into the way in the way that you work the way that your workflow goes yeah and it's awesome thank you like and and I want you guys to hear too like I want to grab something that you said because I think this is really I think this is really helpful like even in a marriage context you support me so well even when you don't understand or really necessarily believe yet sure that the results will stay yeah and I want you guys to hear that too like I'm not getting defensive because he said he didn't believe yet that they would stick around. Like, there's something really important about letting time give you what you need when you're making a change. Like, let time help letting supply time you. give you what you need. Yes. Let time help supply you with the ability to trust more. Ah, okay. Right? That's like, what I'm talking about. That feels deep but I don't know I'm not connecting it somehow <laughs> but I got you now. does All that right. make sense yes. yeah 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 so it was like I needed to allow you to be where you needed to be this was my change to make sure this is my growth to focus on and you supported me the best that you could you were very open to hearing about it you were excited with me that I was seeing like these results of like my my crazy pace is going down my yeah. anxiety is going down I'm handling things. I'm feeling a lot more calm. And I'm telling you about that part, but you're not like sure why. Right. I was, to, yeah. to be fair, like at the time, I wasn't quite sure why it was working. I knew what I was sure. doing, but yeah. I wasn't sure why it was working. Yeah. Because I just, I didn't know it was possible for me. And I, I do want to bring the spiritual part in again, because I do feel like God was prompting me, hey, when I say I love you, I don't. I have a lot more for you in the quality of life that I want to see you living. And I want you to believe that you can also love yourself more and you can feel access to these things like joy and peace and things that I tell you I give you, but you, you're not sure you really see it happen in your real yeah, life, your Monday yeah. through Saturday life or whatever. If you go so, to church, right, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, this isn't a concept. This is something I want to be real. Yeah, like that's what I, I felt like he was saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I I just wanted to jump back because you've yeah. talked. I think you've said it a couple times now about like you've talked about this in the context of loving yourself. Yeah, and I just, I, you know, I'm kind of struck by how I think one of the ways that that idea has resonated with me more has been. Like if you were talking to your friend yeah, and they right. were telling you right. the thoughts you're having in your head right now, right? someone who 
actually cares about you yeah. would say, well, hang on. I like, I think you are getting enough accomplished. I don't think you need to be driving yourself into the ground like this. I don't think you need to right. put this undue pressure on yourself. Yep. You know, I, judging yourself so harshly right and I want you to to succeed or achieve what you want to achieve but I also want you to be doing okay emotionally and mentally and all that yes and you know so I when you've talked about a way to love yourself right I just wanted to kind of add that in there because that's been something that's helped me yeah to sort of contextualize that and think about Okay. What are the practical things I'm actually doing to love myself more? I don't know why, like that phrasing of it, it just feels to just to love yourself. It feels more nebulous to me or something. Yeah. And then if I think about, okay, what am I changing exactly? Like what? Yeah. Like it's wanting the best for myself right yes and so it's like okay what would someone who wants the best for me say and would they say go harder sleep less so you can work more right no of course not never would they would they would they encourage me instead to look at what I am doing that is effective and to count it to credit myself to say this this is what I need to be catching to show me that I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And enough. Have I done enough? That's something, you know, this person who cares about me, right, would encourage me that like, hey, you get to decide what's enough because you show up in a really important way and you need to credit yourself, you know, give yourself credit for that. Because that's the thing is if we never, if we never give ourselves credit for it, we will always feel like we're falling short. Yeah. Yeah. And there are, yeah. you know, I just want to say too, there are deadlines and there are yep. right. time things need to get done. There are times that I need to do a lot of time oriented things yeah. at one, yeah. at one time that does happen. And I find myself in those positions. I don't know if it's more than other people, but a lot because, you know, they like, you may have heard the idea that like a project takes Oh, the it amount of time you give it to fill uh-huh. the amount of time that you give to it, right? Yes. And so it's like, yeah, I tend to know that when I know of a deadline that's hanging out there, I'm shooting for finishing by then, but I'm also typically setting myself up that like the two weeks before the deadline mm-hmm. are gonna be pretty awful. Because mm-hmm. I left, <laughs> I left myself enough of the work that it's like, oh shoot, sure. okay, it, now I gotta, I gotta really sprint for these two weeks, but it's because of what I did to myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, completely. Which is bringing me, um, yeah, I want definitely. I'm thinking already. My wheels are spinning about another topic um, mm. that I'd love to talk about. You know time management, attention management, because uh. I think that's a huge part of how we, how we learn to trust ourselves more. You know, if we're talking about growth, trusting yourself, growing in maturity, part of that is going to be how you use your time. And like, I've gone through a lot of shifts, like what yeah. you're talking about too. So well, that's a cool one. Well, not a shift. That's just kind of where I am. Still. Oh yeah. Well, true. kind of my, my MO. <laughs> You'd realize that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's great, but 
Yeah, I've I've um, changed a couple of things. I might be your target audience for the well time management get, get idea psyched. that you just talked about. Get psyched for that combo. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but I just wanted to outline for a second, um, you know, just before we're done with this topic of radical acceptance, um, I do want to break down for you what self-compassion is, um, because I think that that's really important too. What you're saying is getting it out of this nebulous general concept and put putting it into practical things. How do you make a shift from not being super compassionate with yourself to knowing how to, to take hold of that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's great. So I do want to say on the, you know, on the spiritual note, I did feel like God was asking me, are you, do you want to see yourself the more, more the way that I see you? Mm. That's the question that I felt like he was giving me. And I, I knew how much it was costing me to do things the old way. I was running myself into the ground to live under a judgmental gaze of yourself to yourself. You knew what it felt like to live under the you know watching to see where you could critique yourself gaze exactly and it wasn't getting me the results my brain kept telling me hey this is why we're doing it this way we got to do it Mm. because this is what matters it wasn't what mattered because I wasn't satisfied at the end of every day right sometimes I was like yeah okay, I did a lot today, but did I feel like I did enough? I almost never felt like I did enough. Sure. You were trying to convince yourself that (laughs) that chasing, checking things off your list or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, okay, well, if I finish 10 things today, that will be enough. It was always about the the amount. Yeah. And like, did I, you know, I was still shifting my mentality from working a nine to five versus having my own business where all of a sudden you throw that whole structure up in the air and then you have to somehow feel like you put in a day of work and I'm like did I technically work eight hours today I don't know like yeah I mean that stuff was a lot it was weird I was very in a numbers like land yeah in my head yeah I mean that's a different thing but you know both of us you're entire income and half of my income are yeah like self uh, self-employed kind of a deal yeah. and you know so we've had to reckon with okay you know when I was working a nine to five yep. I knew if I showed up every day my right. paycheck was gonna be x amount yep well now I can work all day every day but unless that turns into <laughs> you know paying a work paycheck right then like I, I don't I have that don't every have, two weeks. Right. You know, I so, don't have that check mark or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so I, yeah. I think part of, I only bring that up because I think part of that. Oh, I think that's good. Is what has been, you know, a factor as, you know, as you're. It has. You're putting those like milestones in front of you. Yeah. And you're going, well, there's no way to guarantee. Yeah. That I, that any of these things I'm doing to get new clients result in new clients. Right. You can't so control. I guess yeah. I have to do a hundred things. <laughs> right. And then yeah. I can know at least some clients will come in. Oh right? my gosh. It was starting to get yeah. real zany yeah. in my head. And yeah. I think that's another reason why I ended up 
why I made the shift at the timing that I did. Cause I was like, dang, the old way, it's never, ever gonna, uh-huh. it's not sustainable. Yeah, you just couldn't. I'm keep miserable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. So, um, the self compassion. Okay. So, I'm gonna bring up a book that was like really important for me. And I think it's just called Self Compassion. Um, trying to remember. There's like some kind of subtitle, but you need to know the author. It's Kristen Neff, Dr. Kristen Neff. She's like the forefront person on this topic, like I think period. Um, She's great, really amazing resource. Um, So her book, Self-Compassion, it was really highly recommended to me by my therapist. And um, yeah, I, I needed to read a book about it because living like I have self like I have compassion for myself was just so foreign to me right so like I knew that I needed I knew that I needed to learn about it because I I didn't know where I was starting from so that's why I picked up a book if that makes sense um when it came to this so yeah here's the the book is fully called self-compassion the proven power of being kind to yourself so any Anyhow, so she she talks in that book about self-compassion has three components. And this is the only part I'm going to share with you about it because I really, really recommend if you're interested in this topic at all or making this mindset shift, I super recommend that book. It's going to be like your <laughs> your guideline um, to how to even do this. And she writes from, I think, like an Eastern more like an Eastern religion perspective. It's not, it's not from a Christian perspective at all, but I really felt like it underlined exactly what God was leading me toward. And it was just, it was the perfect resource. So she breaks self-compassion down, um, into three parts, self-kindness, shared humanity, and mindfulness. Self-kindness is basically like you're practicing treating yourself with kindness, not harshness. Okay. So, so kind of what we talked about earlier, right? Yep. You're, you're practicing being aware of how you're talking to yourself and how you're treating yourself in the moment. Like for me, I would just be like, if I was success fail all the time, when I failed, I would just beat myself up. Yeah. Like I wasted my time here. Oh, I totally dropped the ball. I screwed this up. I messed things up. Honestly, I screwed thing up, things up. I messed things up. Those are the two thoughts that were just ongoing for me. And this is what would keep you Yes. when you're working way later in the evening than normal. You're, yes. you're saying, I'm trying to stave off yes. screwing something up. Yes. Right? yes. Like if I, if I keep working before I go to sleep, yes. then I won't have messed something up. Yes. Yep. Instead of I'm proactively happy that i'm working on something right it the the drive i couldn't even let myself was be. the negative the exactly whole time. like okay. i'm yeah the way i describe it too is like i felt like i was always in the red i always had to be making up for something okay there was yep. always some kind of some kind of garbage that i was either going to create because i didn't believe in myself or that i had already created that i had to make up for it yeah i mean it was just negative a lot yeah so she says self-kindness, not harshness. Okay. When you, generally speaking, when you're talking to yourself yeah. or you realize how you're treating yourself, right? And your actions are going to show you, they're going to show you how you think about you. So and, instead of saying, 
uh, I'm I'm starting to kind of get tired or starting to flag a little bit. Yeah. Instead oh, of I'm so frustrated. Suck it up, come on, go. Yes. It's saying, oh, okay, maybe I take a break or maybe yes. I call it for today. Yes. And pick this up again tomorrow. What would actually help me right now? Yeah. Is a really okay. good. Yep. That's a helpful question yes. from a kind place, yeah. not from a like berating like. It's what would be good for me? Not what exactly. would be good for finishing this project. Yes, you guys, today. it's not about the <laughs> tasks. Sure. And how many times do you have to go to bed at night never feeling like you did enough? How many times do you have to do that to really let it sink in? It's not about the tasks. Sure. It clear it couldn't be at this point because yeah. this is the cycle has gone on way too long. Right. So self kindness, not harshness, right? And then she brings up a part called that she calls shared humanity. And that one's interesting because when we, when we like judge ourselves super harshly and when we generally see life in ourselves, like it's my choices that are either making or breaking things, um, we're going to come against ourselves pretty bad. And when we find ourselves in a place of being in need or we need some extra support or that kind of thing, we're going to start to isolate ourselves Instead of remembering, I'm a human being and human beings go through struggles. Oh, human okay. beings need okay. help, right? So you share yeah. that you are almost like zooming out where you're in the weeds with this and yeah. you like are thinking it's all my fault. I'm an idiot. I'm a screw up. I'm broken. Nobody's, nobody's going through this. But she tells you, hey, like it's self-compassionate to zoom out and remember you're a part of humanity. You share the human experience with right, other people. Right. Yeah. Like you are not alone. You're not broken. Other people struggle too. Mm. You're allowed to struggle. You're allowed yeah. because it's part of what you're going to experience. Like you, you deserve help and support when you struggle, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. So that's a really beautiful one, which is yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah, that's cool. That went a way different direction than I was expecting. Interesting, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, that one was, is really neat. Um, and her third one, mindfulness, I know that that was a buzzword a few years ago, probably. It might still be yeah. um, in the self-care um, kind of world. But what I really appreciate, appreciate about her perspective on it is she's talking about being open and observant with yourself. So okay. instead of being critical, that when you look at yourself, you're kind of critical, like you're wondering what you're going to find wrong. Usually that's what you think when you look at yourself. You're like, okay, let's find what, what's wrong now. You know, you're looking to what do critique. I have to fix now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But instead, when you look at yourself, you're mindful. You're curious about what you're going to find when you check in with yourself. You're curious to learn what you're going through. So mindful is you're not judging yourself and you're not swept away by negativity when you find it in yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you do find negative things, her point is too, you're allowed to just be open with that. And that's the part that I was talking about in the very beginning when I said for me and my growth, radical acceptance is a combo of self-compassion and also looking at myself like my whole self belongs in the room. Mm. When I find that I'm falling short, and that I'm, there are things that I'm missing. There are things, you know, that, that I wish were different. There are things I'd like to work on. I'm allowed to be there. 
I'm allowed to be a mix of things. It yeah. doesn't disqualify me from being from mattering in my life. I don't have to make up for something when I look at myself and I see something kind of negative that I don't want to be there. It's okay that it's there because I have other parts of me too that are going to help me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think it, it probably frees anybody who takes that perspective up yeah. to be more honest about what's going on. Like you don't honest, yeah. You don't have to feel defensive to hide or protect so good the stuff. What you're saying right you now is exactly good. Wasn't true about you. Right. You know, there's nothing like, to outrun. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that that is that's something that I want to improve on. Yeah. But looking at it right now, yep. That is where I'm at. It's, you know, my clients, like, it's amazing for me to see my own growth get to like spill over and be contagious for other people. Yeah, that's, that's got to be really cool. To it's, see. it's unreal sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. Like, I know this works and it has been like, genuinely, I'm not using this word lightly. Like, it has been transforming my experience of being alive. Yeah. And I get to see my clients when they start practicing the self-compassion components here, when they get when they start practicing letting their whole self belong in the room, all of a sudden, genuinely, they don't feel stuck anymore mm -hmm. because they're letting themselves know what they know and step forward in that, whether it makes complete sense or not. Like, sure. they're like, I don't have to be perfect to know that I matter and to act like I'm valuable in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes everything satisfying. Yeah. I can probably take a lot more of an honest inventory yeah, they, of where we're starting. Yes. Too, right. Exactly. Yeah. It helps them be willing and able to see what their responsibility is about. Oh, well, it's because I've been picking to act in these ways. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I just, I just decide I don't want to do it that way anymore. Mm. And I pick to do it a different way. Yeah. I pick to shift my priorities. I don't hold my humanity against myself. Sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. like embracing it. Oh, right. Because I'm a person. And I realize that specifically me, Annalise, like I, I need help checking my pace every mm. day. Yep. That's yep. just something I need to, you know, stay aware of. I can set an alarm on my phone twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon to just check in with myself. Hey, am I going at 80 miles an hour? Am I, am I picking my next task from a thoughtful place or am I picking it? Cause I'm like freaking out that mm. I'm not doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it needs to show up in these practical ways, you guys too. Like, I just want to encourage each of you who are listening, who might want to try practicing this, like, you know yourself better than you think you do. Mm. You get to trust that. It's a really, it's a really important way to feel about you that you get to trust what you find and you get to trust the you that you are, whether you've been letting yourself down or not. Sure. Like it's actually becomes an empowering thing to, d to decide if you're letting yourself down or not, because then you can step in and start acting differently. There's no punishment needed. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, no punishment is needed, right? And I think even from a spiritual perspective, like if I believe I'm a Christian, what I'm to me, what I'm saying I believe is that Jesus already forgave me. I don't have to punish myself 
for anything in order to turn from bad stuff, stuff that damages me, and turn towards stuff that gives me more life. Hmm. I don't have to stop and guilt myself and shame myself and punish myself. I get to say, I'm forgiven, and God gave me access to a better quality of life, and I actually get to act like it. Hmm. Yeah. Like, kind of amazing how this all just dominoes into everything that's important to you so yeah that's why radical acceptance is a huge deal to me and it's a huge foundation shift when you can shift how you think about you you're going to change what you see and you're going to change what's possible for you yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah so thanks for chatting with me today about it yeah, Alan, for sure. Appreciate that as always. And thank you guys too for listening. And um, if something you guys heard today hits home for you and you want more like this, go ahead and follow me at my link, linktree.com backslash coach Annalise. That's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. Um, that's going to have all, all the links to my socials um, so that you guys can keep up with um, kind of the content around these topics that I release every week. And then um, also there's a button on that link that you can schedule your free discovery chat with me. That's an hour long conversation where you get to really like dig in and see if coaching with me is a good fit for you as you're trying to make these shifts from anxious to more purposeful living. So I hope you guys live more today the ways that you want to. 